0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Early stages in the second quarter over there in Baltimore. The Ravens 7, the Chiefs 7. Uh, the plot thickens, though, because the Chiefs have it first and goal on the six-yard line, Kane. Okay? So we'll... Watch with interest as they march towards another score of some kind. But you've paid very close attention uh, to the sport over the weekend and there was no shortage of it. Uh, Barrett Sunderace is going to join us a little bit later on from SEN Cricket. Uh, but we'll draw a, lo- a line underneath that for now. Um, where do you want to begin here?
1: I thought there was winners and losers everywhere. And I want to get your thoughts. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Your weekend winners and losers from the world of sport. Um, I mean, we've, we've done a lot of cricket, but Shamar Joseph, doctor. Weekend winner. <laughs> yes. Like what he a, what mentioned prof- him about a hundred times. What a, performance. Times. Yeah. What a uh, performance Hang on, doctor. Hang on,
0: but there was there was I think someone said it anyway. Obviously a little bit of modern medicine, just to maybe 100%. a needle or maybe a needle or two might have intervened at the at the Gabba to get him up. Which 100%. is nothing nothing wrong with that.
1: Nothing untoward there. So he was a winner. But what about Darren Cale as a winner over the weekend? Now now this guy, uh, we we're giving him enough credit. Of course, the son of the legendary Port Adelaide coach John Cale. Played some footy, then was on the pro tennis circuit. Has turned himself into one of the most renowned tennis coaches we've ever seen. So, of course, guided Leighton Hewitt to the world number one ranking. Andre Agassi, Simona Halep. And now Sinner seems to be well on his way to be the best player in the world. And I thought he's coaching last night. And Mark Williams
0: is coaching as well. And
1: Choco (laughs) Choco there as well. But if you're going to have a weekend winner, Darren Cale, what a performance from him. I thought another... It wasn't on the weekend, I don't think. might have been on Friday, was was Nick Dacos for for his tackle on Nathan Murphy. Why is he a winner? Because if he had done that in a game, for those that you have seen it, and the crackdown from the AFL on sling tackles and driving the head into the ground, I'm going to say three weeks. So Nick Dacos is a winner. Why is he a winner? Because he performed that tackle at training and not in a game. What? (laughs) If that was in a game... Three weeks ineligible what, for the Brown, What are you that even was talking a nasty, about? That was a nasty tackle. So
0: get it out of your system now. Is, that, is, that your is thing? He's
1: a winner. Yeah, if, well, if he had he's, done that in round one, well, it's a all. You've got to get
0: out of those habits, though. And what about the fact that he put his most vulnerable teammate in danger of never playing again?
1: Well, and that's the other thing. The Does that make him a winner. loser? No, that's the reason he's a winner, because that could have been really nasty for Nathan Murphy, who's had his issues. But from what I've read, and you'll be able to tell me, has escaped... With no serious issues now He there. returned
0: to play out, but I just so think... Geez, that's a, why he's he, a winner. Only by, f- by incredible fortune is he is a winner.
1: Another winner? Day-night test cricket? It's just better, is it not? Like, more of it, please. Like, I, I get the, th- the, the theory that the novelty could wear off, but if you're looking at winners and losers over the weekend... Test cricket, but day-night Test cricket is just better. Mm-hmm. It looks better, more happens. There's more action. It's in a better time slot. The pink ball's magnificent. It's fairer for the bowlers over the batsmen, where everything has been skewed towards the batters. So, weekend winner, day-night uh, Test cricket. There's no doubt about it. Shamar Joseph, we've touched on. Uh, he was a, he was a winner, as were the West Indies for their first Test match win on Australian soil since 1997. Losers, the Australian batsmen, no doubt. Travis Head. He's the third Australian batsman to get a king pair. You touched on Labashay and you want him to pull his socks up. Green's just not good enough to be a test number four. He could have been out five times. uh, Oh, geez, he got a good one yesterday.
0: He was closing in on a 50. He got a very good ball yesterday.
1: The the, the last session on on day three, he played and missed about six times. He edged one. He looked horrible. He's just not good enough yet. Difficult wicket to battle. He may get there in time, but right now he's not Classy enough to be an Australian uh, number four. Um, then we've got to talk about our bowlers. I mean, how weak they were on Saturday. Three overs, leave the field, get a drink, come back on, change your shirt. Uh, that was extraordinary. Uh, a, a loser, the Zing Bales. Why? Well, because they don't come off the wicket. Oh,
0: <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Alex
1: Carey was bold. The grooves now, are a bit big. The Zing Bales weigh 27 grams, whereas the wood ones weigh <laughs> 9 grams. So the weekend loser was the Zing Bales. Uh, I thought the Australian Open with the the fizzer of the women's final. If anyone paid minimum five hundred bucks to uh, see that game, mm. and they got seventy six minutes, you're a loser. But just just <laughs> finally, I got one more winner. I want to get get your thoughts on this because you discussed it with uh, JJ on Friday. Mm. Weekend winner Luke Beveridge. Uh, go on. Okay, survives the external review. Well, He's no always blame, going to. No, I told you no that. No blame whatsoever. Pretty sure I told you that Hang months on. ago. Let me explain. Survives the external review. Uh, it looks as though they've overlooked all of all of the flaws, the inability to um, stop momentum, not maximise the list, the selection issues that he's had, the run-ons that he can't stop, it's and all the blame. The all the blame that's... has been lumped on Chris Grant. Clearly, <sighs> not only that. We now have a report in the West Australian is reporting that the Dockers are going to target Luke Beveridge as their next coach should things not go well for Justin Longmuir, meaning that Beveridge once again has significant leverage, just as he did when he got that two-year contract extension after the Saints sacked Brett Ratten. They thought, oh, the Bulldogs, oh, the Saints might go and get him. We'll give him an extension that they didn't need to get him. Now he's got leverage. So what a a weekend for Luke Beveridge. I thought he was a significant winner out of it.
0: Beveridge has leverage. There you exactly go.
1: right. It was an interesting what did you review think about finding. that report.
0: Yeah, very clever, I thought, from the Western Bulldogs. And maybe even, it's probably too strong a term to say brave, but the review wasn't kind to Chris Grant. Now, that much is obvious. And a, and a bit of that might have come from the playing group. The man just had too much on his plate. So, Matty Egan's a winner because he comes in under a, under a role that now has him being uh, the newly created role of General Manager of Football Operations. So, it essentially. He reports to Chris Grant, who still effectively is the head of football there, the club legend. But it just takes him away from the day-to-day operational, you know, out of the weeds, so to speak, that he was finding mm. difficult to juggle with everything, else, everything else going on. Is so, it
1: sustainable, Sammy? You, I, I think I'll so. You, I, I think this I, is I,
0: more of a pre-COVID setup to be. Like. I think this will, this is sustainable. This is certainly more sustainable than the than the former. I'll because give, I'll
1: I, give you three months, the over or under before Chris Grant.
0: No, it will be fine because he's a more overarching view now of the, the list strategy going forward, all the things you mentioned, you know, the support um, daily operations, the support for staff, the support for Bevo, the support for, for everyone else in the organisation he now has more time for. And Matt Egan, who's so highly regarded in that development space, can now come in and do what he does well as well. So I think it's a tick, tick, tick. When I reckon some lesser clubs might have been tempted to even – Maybe move someone on in that situation. They haven't done that, so this is what mm-hmm. reviews are done for. They re- they find your weakest moments and you fix them.
1: Yeah, so that's that's one part of it. What did you make of the report in the West Australian front page of the paper yeah. on Saturday, that uh, Fremantle are clearly in no rush, according to them, to extend yeah. Justin Longmore? You and I, you have know discussed where I sit with this. <laughs> you've discussed we've discussed this a lot, uh, and now the link between Simon Garlic and Bob Murphy and Luke that they're. they're eyeing him off should things not go that well and if the Dockers start slowly this season. Not a surprise
0: though is it? Wouldn't be a surprise at all I, I've always said and I always thought Luke Beveridge can coach. He's an excellent coach now eventually your time's up you, everyone's time expires um, that doesn't mean you are lost to the game forever and we've had to put our flags in the ground over our predictions for the year and my, my prediction, admittedly bold, is that Justin Longmuir doesn't survive and now if that does happen they're going to be looking for a new coach, and I'd definitely be looking at Luke Beveridge. For sure. He's got,
1: what's he got, another year after this yeah, one, though? Yeah, yeah, 2025. So he would have to go with the, the Western Bulldogs blessing, and, and maybe. <laughs> Maybe they would be prepared and go, okay, well, it's time now for a fresh start. We're okay with, with him going off to, to Fremantle if that's the way that it sits. I know there's a lot to play out there. We, but
0: we shouldn't be surprised by anything in the game. And, and for something like this to take place, if something like this takes place, it, it's, its origins are often a year in advance, two years in advance. It takes a long time to engineer things like this. So, look, if the report is true, um, it makes sense.
1: Give us your weekend winners and losers, 04 03, 11 16. So Longmuir is a loser, front page of the West Australian already. And the pressure mm. feels like has shifted over there. Their, their press is pretty savage. Feels like it's shifted from the Eagles, which they've been hard on for the last two years and rightly so. Eagles now in a development stage. It's all been about Harley Reid to the real ramp up of pressure on Longmuir before the season's even started. Uh, Chris Grant's a loser and also your blues. I just thought another preseason injury, yeah. Jack Silvani. Whilst he's not a star player, I think he's an important fabric player for the Blues. Gives them some flexibility in whatever role that he plays has been struck down. So the Blues are a bit of a loser as well.
0: One three hundred, seven three six, seven three six. You got a winner or a loser. The forty wings tempe, you can drop him in there as well. O four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. One of the biggest losers of the weekend, no doubt about it. Liverpool Football Club to use oh, lose Jurgen Klopp at season's end, one of the greatest managers in world football, taking him to a Premier League title, a drought-breaking one, the cha- another Champions League crown as well. Many other trophies has said, oh, hey, I'm out at the end of the season, so let's let's make good while the going's good. He's burnt out, has he? He's, he's cooked the sausage. A, sausages a thousand, have been cooked. He's been talking times. to Damien Hardwick, I think. <laughs> if he ends up at Chelsea, there'll be some questions. But he said, I'm not coaching any other club in England. You can take that to the bank. Will I coach oh. again? I'm not saying Never. But I'm cooked. They're on top of the Premier League table. Five points clear with a... I think City got a game in hand in second. But uh, they're going magnificently. And now this news has just dropped. So that...
1: Will he sign a five-year deal nine weeks after he says he was at That's cooked. what I said.
0: At Chelsea. <laughs> no. I can't, I can't see that happening. Uh, but he maybe has been talking to Damien Hardwick. Okay. Our winners and losers. They're canes. Give us yours. Uh, Barista made ice cold drive through for your iced coffee favourites at McCafe. Uh, keep in touch with us here. Uh, we're powered by Melbourne Airport Parking. A book online for the best rates. au